Okay, so we've got some texts coming. Uh, I'll just read some of them. Uh, first one, it says, Robin and James, I'm sure you guys will do a great job. Thank you so much for the moral support. Uh, they said, God bless you both. Um, everyone should at least finish their showers with cold water. It'll surely wake you up and invigorate and recharge your body and brain. I've been doing it for 30 years there with some go. smiley emojis. So, <laughs> guys, get on it. It surely, it surely works. Um, we've got another one. COVID 90% protection. Did you know that vaccines lose their strength at about 30% per month? Meaning that by the third month you're not protected. That is why they push boosters, which will, which uh, because of monthly requirement in the future. Yeah, this this was more so not really vaccine related, but I think it was just a pill to to treat people that have uh, already acquired COVID. So they're in a yeah. they're in a situation in the hospital. Um, it's just going to ease uh, ease the effects of COVID of them dying from COVID. Um, he said microbes that eat uh, plastic. Imagine how marvelously. We have been created. We have the same things in our bodies that continually clean up our system and keep us going. What do you reckon about that, Robert? Brilliant, mate. It's true. Yeah, I think it's great. Like, you know, you can tell that we're made by God, everything inside us. Um, I mean, look at cells. They're just incredible, aren't they? Oh, mate, there's a little microbial organism that has an electric engine inside its cell wall with 40 moving parts, all made of proteins from DNA information. Like... Mm. That has to be designed. Mm. Electric engines existed before humans invented them. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and um, Guatemala president, pro-life stand, good on him. We must pray for him as the forces of evil will totally start campaigns against him. There's huge money in abortions and greed has no bounds. Yeah, we really got to push for, 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 for keeping life and saving life. You know, and, and it's no judgment on anyone that's ever had to make that decision before, a- anyone that's Absolutely. ever been in that situation, because I don't know what that's like. I'm, I'm a male. You know, I'd, I'd never have to make that decision personally for myself. True, and so true. there's a lot of guilt that comes in with those things. And, and, and we don't want to make a judgment on anyone that's ever made that decision before. But we want to stand for pro-life and we want to make the push that it's, that it's good to encourage pro-life. That's right. And, and also to acknowledge for, for males who have been involved in the decision. Mm. Uh, that sometimes they may feel guilt because we do feel like that's my child too. Uh, and and recognising that, you know, males can feel guilt. And mm. like, man, I, I made that decision. I was part of that. And, and sometimes they've pressured their partners mm. when they didn't want to do it. And so, you know, a lot of people carry a lot of pain and we want to encourage you that Jesus is the answer. He does understand you and he cares about you and he loves you. Well, guys, uh, please... If you have an interesting question on the Bible, interesting to you, mm. then it's oh. interesting to us, and we want it. So, Yeah, absolutely. Send in those questions. Anything uh, we've been talking about, question of the day, we are waiting for a key question that's going to really challenge us. Come on, guys. We're not afraid. Bring it on. Bring the hard questions. We would love to hear from you. Yeah, just send that into to 0491064669. Question of the day, Bible question answered today. Uh, we're going to get into our Bible study today, uh, but before we do, uh, we'll start with prayer. Hey, do you want to pray for Absolutely, us? Absolutely, guys. Let's begin. Dear Father, thank you so much for the opportunity to spend time in the Word of God. We pray the Holy Spirit will guide us into all truth, that you will fulfill your promise in John 16, verse 13. Howbeit, when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. And I thank you, dear God, that we don't have to rely on ourselves or others we can come to the word of God and study and allow you to teach us, to let every person be fully persuaded in, in our own minds. So bless us now 
And thank you for helping us to understand these words in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's it's really an exciting study today, James. I've I've often thought about these issues uh, regarding where do we go for advice in life. And here we've got a study in the book of Deuteronomy. Uh, We're in chapter 18. We're going to be reading from verses 9 to 19 around that area. And we're looking at where God gave a promise to Israel. He says, look, you're coming into a new land. You're coming into a strange land. And we've got this situation where you're going to come across religions and ways that the heathen get advice that are not biblical. They're dangerous. They actually, you actually end up talking to evil angels, getting advice from Satan, and that's deadly. Mm. He leads people to crazy things. So, so really, God was warning them, look, I've got advice for you that will protect you. I'm bringing a prophet, someone like Moses, who is going to give you advice. And we know that that advice is the very word of God. Mm. And we're going to look at that shortly. But the thing is, God has said, look, I've, I've got your back. Whatever you need help with. Mm. And this becomes very practical. As we get into our lesson, we're going to see that. So, James, could I get you to read verse 9 for us, please? And uh, we'll just, just start reading through and then we'll stop as, and start as we go. Okay. Down to a certain verse? Or? Well, just keep going and then, then we'll just, yeah, right, when we find a good. point, we'll stop. Yep. All right. Deuteronomy 18, verses 9, reading from the New King James Version. It says, When you come into the land which the Lord your God is giving you, you shall not learn to follow the abominations of those nations. There shall not be a found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, or one who practices witchcraft, or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls up the dead. For all who do these things are an abomination to the Lord, and because of these abominations, the Lord your God drives them out from before you. You shall be blameless before the Lord your God, for these nations which you will dispossess listen to soothsayers and diviners. But as for you, the Lord your God has not appointed such for you. All right. Look, this is huge because here we've got all these different types of advice seeking. God Mm. is saying, avoid it. Don't go near it. And and this includes modern-day astrology. It's very Mm. interesting here. You know, I I didn't know this as a child. As a Christian child, I I hadn't read these verses. And so I used to read the astrology column. What I learned later... Uh, from the preacher Doug Batchelor, he had this fascinating experience where his own mother, who was an astrologer, explained to him how they operate. Mm. She said, listen, son, we don't get special advice from specific places. We just get really blanket, uh, overarching things that happen mm. to most people. Mm. And then we slot them into specific um, months or star signs, etc. And, and then people sort of think, oh, wow, that's me. Wow, but but really, if you look at the detail, mm. it's not mm. that detailed, you know. Yeah, yeah. I was I was reading a study years ago because I was really interested in this thing called cognitive bias. You mm. know, when you when you think something, when you believe something, you're more inclined to follow it. And and as detectives, you know, when they're looking for information, they're looking, you know, how did this person, you know, how did this crime happen? All these kind of things. They've got to be careful for cognitive bias, right? Yep. And I learnt about this test that they did. I think it was in the 80s, and they got. Uh, I think a few thousand people and they got them all in a room and they said, Hey, is this your star sign? Mm. And they just chose one star sign for everyone. And they just put it on that person's month. Right. Yeah. Right. And they said, is this your star sign? And they're like, Oh, I think it was 85% of people. It was 80 to 86% of people or something. They all said, Oh yeah, this is my star sign. And it wasn't right. And so it's one of those things that, yeah, I totally agree. You know, it's, 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 it's pretty vague and blanket, but, 
I think what's really interesting for me is, you know, I think sometimes we ask these questions, you know, is it okay to, you know, pray pray to the dead, all these kind of things, you know. Well, you know, what does the Bible say about mediums and, and, and spiritists, someone who can do as spells? Literally says, like, don't have anything to do with them. Well, in Ecclesiastes chapter 9, the Bible actually explains that the dead don't know anything. So mm. if we're trying to talk to the dead, if they don't know anything, if they're sleeping in the grave, as it says in the book of Psalms as well, Luke chapter 11, uh, Thessalonians, then obviously... We must be talking to someone else. Now, after this next song, I'm actually going to share with you... A... Oh, it's not a song. <laughs> after this break, I'm going to share with you a true story. <laughs> and it's going to really help us understand who people are actually talking to when they are communicating with, or they think they're communicating with the dead. Mm. This is a, a very powerful thing because we have to know where we're getting advice from. Mm. If you really think that you're getting advice from a specific source, you need to test that source. We mm. need to have somewhere we can go to to actually validate, is this source credible? Is mm. it safe? Is it accurate? Is it a source I can trust? Or is it an area I need to stay away from because there's danger? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to be really careful in the things that we consume and what we look at, and we've really got to test where we're getting our knowledge from, where we're getting what we know from. Could be lies. Exactly. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. All right, so we've got another question for our quiz. Uh, for 400 points, the question is, Sheer Jashab is the son of which major prophet? <laughs> All right. That's Sheer, a different name. Sheer, Sheer Jashab. Am I, am I pronouncing that right? Sheer Jashab Mate, I don't know. is the son of which major prophet? For that, you're going to get a bargain book. Um now, all you got to do to answer that one is call a Texas studio on 0491064669. That is 0491064669. What do they get for that one, mate? They get a bargain book. Oh, bargain book. Yep. Brilliant. And we have that book. Keep going. <laughs> we have no idea what we're doing in the studio. We're but, left alone. Meg's, Meg's pointing things at us, mouthing things. Sorry, Meg. Sorry, Lyle and Shell, if you're listening. Sorry to everyone listening. We're having a great time, though. I'm enjoying it, Robert. Are you? Hey, I am. And look, guys, if you want to call in for that book, get it. Because, like, look, surprises are brilliant. Something new, something that you're not expecting, it'll come in the mail. You'll be so excited. It's always good to learn. So before we went on the, before we had that thing, you were telling us, um, you know, about books, about where we get our knowledge from. Uh, you said it's really important where we get our knowledge from, where we get the things. Yeah, look, th this experience happened in, I was in the States. And believe me, friends, I deal literally with dozens of people frequently who have these experiences. This is not once in a blue moon. This is not rare. This is a frequent experience. And what happened is this particular lady requested Bible studies at the local church. So we set up a little group study. We said, okay, we'll study um, at such and such a time. And and she was all excited. You know, she wanted to learn about the Sabbath. She wanted to learn about Seventh-day Adventist, what we believe, and just thought it was going to be a normal study. Anyway, when I arrived at the place we were going to study, this lady was petrified. She was shaking. Mm -hmm. She was white as a ghost. And she said, look, I'm sorry, but I can't focus on whatever we were going to talk about because something happened to me last night and I need to know what happened. Who was it? I said, okay, all right, well, let's have a prayer. We had a prayer. 
tell us what happened. What happened was she had her dead friend visiting her for two whole years. Now, listen carefully, friends. This lady believed her dead friend was visiting her in her bedroom. She looked identical. She said things that only the two of them knew about. She thought nobody else could know what had gone on in the past. They were, they were like they had never parted. And she smelled the same. She came into the room. Everything was the same, identical. So she's like, this must be my friend. Now, the night before the study that we were going to have, something very big happened. Here she is with her dead friend, so to speak. All of a sudden, uh, like always, she says, it's time for you to leave now. It was late in the evening. She wanted to go to sleep. This time, something different happened. This being changed its voice, and it said to her, I'm not leaving you tonight. And she's like, whoa, hang on. She could feel the whole atmosphere in the room change. She says, what? Mm. I'm not leaving you tonight. This deep, male, guttural voice. Yeah. And then this whole picture of her friend changed. Yeah. And it was this evil angel. Yeah. In all its putrid glory, if I could call it that. And she's freaked out. She's like, mm. oh, no. And it leapt on her. And she showed me the marks. One thumb around one part, two fingers around the other side of her throat, yeah. wrapped right around her throat. Mm. Blocked out her ability to speak. Because she called out to the name of Jesus. And immediately it blocked her windpipe. She couldn't even talk. So in her mind, she closed her eyes and she's just saying, Jesus, 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 the whole time, saying the name of Jesus, Jesus, save me. Mm. After some moments, felt like a lifetime, right? Mm. Everything went away. She couldn't feel any presence, left her throat. She was able to breathe. And finally she had the courage to open her eyes and there's nothing there. Mm. So she comes to the study and she's like, I thought that was my friend for two whole years, yeah. but it wasn't. Mm. This thing was evil and it tried to kill me. Yeah. It did not want me to hear this study tonight. Who was it? What was it? What was happening? And friends, that's what happens. When we try to speak to the dead, when we try to they try to commute with us, so we think they're trying to communicate with us, this is actually evil angels, mm. and they're seeking to lead us astray. So anyway evidence to avoid all these spiritualistic ways of getting advice that are not biblical. Mm. God says, watch out for them. Stay away from them. Don't have anything to do with them. So let's keep reading, James. Um, down in verse... Uh, 15? Yes, please. Okay. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from your midst, from your brethren. Him you shall hear, according to all you desired of the Lord your God in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying... Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, nor let me see this great fire any more, lest I die. And the Lord said to me, What they have spoken is good. I will raise up for them a prophet like you from among their brethren, and will put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And it shall be that whoever will not hear my words, which he speaks in my name, I will require it of him. Amen. That's huge. Well, look at this. Now we've got the right place to go to. And who is this prophet? The prophet's Jesus, right? Absolutely. Because he said he would give him the words to speak to them, and they were the words they could follow. Now, we know from mm. the Bible that the word of God is his truth. He's given mm. it to give us advice mm. and counsel. Mm. But in the book of John, the Bible says, Jesus says, I am the way, mm. 
the truth, Mm. and the life. Mm. So Jesus is the word. He's the one that we can trust. There is no way on this planet that we have to fear the future. Mm. What am I going to do in my life? Who should I marry? What occupation should I do? What decisions should I make? You know, a lot of young people are struggling with decisions at school. Yeah. Often their friends influence them. You know, we people... You might think of examples yourself, James, where people struggle and they're trying to find advice. Um, <clears throat> I know financial decisions. It's so hard for families these days, struggling under debt, to figure out how do I fix these financial issues? How can we fix our family problems? Mm. Where do we go to for help? And God says, I will raise up a prophet. Mm. Now, the good thing is that prophet had already been speaking. Jesus mm. had already mm. been speaking through his word from Genesis. Mm. Mm. Absolutely. So his words were already available. Yeah. John John one one in the in the beginning was the word and the with, word was with God and the word was God. And um just as he said that, like, you know, it's like when when Peter answers Jesus and Jesus says, Do you want to go away also? You know, all Jesus said some pretty hard things. He said, you know, unless you eat my flesh, unless you drink my blood, you know, you, you can't inherit the kingdom, right? You can't follow after me. Uh, and everyone's like, dude, this is a hard saying. They take off. And and Jesus turns to 12 and he says, do you also want to leave? Mm. And Peter says to him, he says, Lord, where will we go? You have the words of life. Absolutely. You speak life into us. And and that's, yeah, I, you know, Jesus is the one who gives who gives that life. His word gives life. You know, Jesus is the word of God, and yet, God's word says, "Men shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God." That's it. You know, and Jesus, when he was faced with temptation, when he was faced with trial in the wilderness, he met every temptation with the word of God. Mm, amen, amen. So I want to just come back quickly here then to uh, this idea in verse sixteen and seventeen. It says here, "The people said, let me not hear.' This is the assembly of Israel." Let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire any more, so I don't die. Mm. So they wanted God to speak through Moses, which he did. Mm. The Lord said unto me in verse 17, They have well spoken that which they have spoken. Mm. So God was actually approving this. He was acknowledging the validity, at least, mm. of, of their desire. Why do you think that is, mate? I think I think the fear of God is really important. The the not 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 to be scared of God, but to right. to fear Him, to revere Him, to respect Him. Because yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like our parents, right? We know that our parents love us, but but as children, as young children, more so. I think nowadays we've kind of lost this. But as young children, often if if your parents, you know, if you grow up to respect your parents, mm. you respect your parents so that you don't disrespect them. You know, you don't treat them wrong. You don't treat them evilly. And I think that's what it means. You know, God wants his people to fear the Lord, but he also wants to use he also wants to use Moses as well to speak to them, to grow him. Um and I think I think that's the whole point is to is to learn to fear God, to learn to respect God, to learn to honor him in all that we do. Absolutely. And uh this is something that I want to come back to shortly here is just recognizing the incredible power of coming to God for advice. The thing is that when God said they have well spoken, he was right. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. 
All right, let's get back to our study, hey? Okay, so let's reread again uh, verses 16 and 17 and just want to focus a little bit on a very specific point here. So the people said, according to all that our desires of the Lord thy God in Horeb in the day of the assembly, saying, and here's what the people said, let me not hear again the voice of the Lord my God, neither let me see this great fire any more, that I die not. And then God said, they have well spoken that which they have spoken. Now, as, as we read this, we have to think about God's perspective. This was not just in a moment of time where God is saying, okay, that's a good idea for now. God actually knew what his people would need through the rest of history. Mm. And when you think about it, with all the things happening in this world today, is God the only one who works miracles? Yeah. Is there anybody else who works miracles, true or false? Good or bad? Are there false miracles? Yeah, I think there's false miracles, yeah. <laughs> okay. Did the Bible prophesy it in Revelation 16? Yeah, absolutely. It'd be doing lying yeah. signs and wonders and miracles. Yeah. Satan and those working with him? Yeah. There'd be miracles yeah. all over the place. Yeah, Jesus himself said, you know, if possible, they could deceive even the elect. Right on. Okay, so, so outward manifestations mm. can be uh, manipulated. Mm. Satan... Those who follow him can use their own powers and ways and, and even you know pretend to make something look like a miracle or something great. But they can also manipulate by giving misinformation. So, so, so they use their different methods to mislead people. So what I see here is I see God knowing the future because the Bible says he knows all things and he knows the future. Prophecy proves that because prophecy has been fulfilled for thousands of years. So now we see a God who was looking forward to the future and said, you know what, this is a good thing. This is a very good thing that Israel will not be relying on outward evidences. They don't want to see my fire. They don't want to see. So like you said before, to fear God is a healthy thing. And this also has a flow-on effect that is really powerful that God is saying to, to his people, look, there are coming times where all of these outward evidences Satan's going to be able to counterfeit them. He's going to be able to make it look like he's me. So there's only going to be one place of protection, one place of sure anchorage where you can know for certain that you can come back there and get true advice. You can get safe advice. Mm. And where is that place, mate? With God. (laughs) With With Jesus, with his word. That's the word of God. Yeah. You know, there are many people in the New Age who acknowledge that there, is, uh, uh, there are spirits who visit them who call themselves Jesus. Mm. And when they convert to Christianity and they find their way to Christ and they realize these beings that were talking to them were not Jesus. Mm. Why, why do we know that? Because they spoke directly contradictory mm. to the word of God. Mm. This is a serious thing, yeah. a serious matter. Is Is there a place we can go of absolute safety? The answer is yes, the word of God. God has made his words through Jesus Christ, who is the word. He has Mm. made his words that safe place. He's given us the Bible, had it translated into so many languages in the world so that all people's nations, languages and tongues have a place they can go to check whatever they hear. Whatever your pastor preaches, Whatever your friends say at school, mm. uh, whatever people say on the news, how much do you trust the news? How much do you trust your politicians? How much do you trust whoever? You know, we're in a, a day of information, but so much of that information, Google, yeah. Facebook, mm. how much do you believe from those places? Mm. Do you know what crazy stuff 
comes mm. across Facebook? Oh, mate. <laughs> mate, yeah, I know well. And I think if you've got Facebook, you know the crazy things that come across Facebook as well. And have you, as a listener, had anybody send you information and you've been like, what planet were you on, man, for sending me that? Like, mm. did you actually think that's mm. real? Do you think that's legitimate? Are you kidding me? Yeah. I, I want to say as a young person, it's so it's so hard because sometimes I, I see all these things and I look around at all the information that's being presented to me and I'm going, what is the truth? You know, one person saying this per- this thing, you know, the other person saying the other thing. You know, there's only one thing that we can truly rely on. Mm. And what's that? God's word, right? The word of God. Yeah, and that reminds me of um, Isaiah 8, verses 19 and 20. I hope you don't mind me bringing this up. but Absolutely. It says, and when they say to you, seek those who are mediums and wizards. What were we just talking about? Don't, you know, don't go don't do and that. consult mediums <laughs> or spiritists and all this thing. Uh-huh. And, and God says, through Isaiah, he says, and when they say to you, seek those who are mediums and wizards who whisper and mutter, should not a people seek their God? Should they seek the dead on behalf of the living? To the law and to the testimony, if they do not speak according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. The law representing Moses' writings mm. and the testimony, the writings of the prophets. All the prophets. This is the scriptures. Mm. And then we've had the New Testament uh, since that writing, which obviously was the book of Isaiah. And and so we've got the scriptures that are so clearly inspired mm. by God. Mm. Yeah. Do we need to go seek mediums? Do we need to go seek uh, you know, astrology? Do we need to seek all these things that are contrary to the word of God. No, God says, don't seek them. He goes, seek your God. Yeah, and and just to check on that, guys, we are not telling you that you should not get advice from your parents. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Come on now. We're we're not going crazy. Well, the Bible says, honor honor your father and your mother. And it says there's wisdom in a multitude of counselors. Mm. And so you will go for advice to your pastor. You'll go for advice to your parents. You'll go for advice to people that you trust. You, you'll look at financial advice. You may Google stuff and, you know, check your sources. You, you, you may go all around the place looking for information. At the end of the day, mm. test everything with the word of God. Mm. You know, I had to test what my dad told me once. He decided I was not going to go to a Christian school that was unaccredited and study to become a missionary. And he was not going to pay for me if I was going to dare to go. Mm. Now, I prayed and I saw God's leading that I needed to go there. Mm. And while honoring my dad, I saw that his demand contradicted what I saw as clearly God's leading from his word. And through that experience, in treating my dad respectfully and lovingly, Mm. I said, Dad, as much as I love you and respect you, I have to put God first. And in doing that, I was actually honoring my dad more Mm. than if I had submitted to him in that single moment. Mm. So praise God. My dad ended up turning around. He became a Christian. Oh, man. He found Jesus wow. before he died. And I tell you, that was the most amazing experience of my life. Praise the Lord. So this has been such an exciting study and uh, a powerful thing, you know, where to go for advice. What do we do when we need to know uh, what we're going to do in the future? So, guys, remember the word of God. Mm. It is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And it's now time for... Question of the Day. Alrighty, alrighty. So the question of the day, um, it is, can you know that you are born again and how can you be born again? Whoa, what a beautiful question. Can you know that you are born again? 
how can you know? How can you have that experience? You know, this this is probably one of the longest standing questions on the planet mm. because every human heart, the Bible says everybody has a measure of faith. God has given that to every soul. And I've noticed that even talking to hardcore atheists, after long discussion, they start to come around to speak about why they're so angry at God. Mm. Like, okay, well, if you're angry at someone who doesn't exist, that's sort of interesting. But <laughs> obviously, you know, there's something there. Yep. There's something people recognize that. So, so God works initially with that element of faith. Mm. And that's the thing that God wants us to work with, first of all, to grow that. Can you know? Um, how do you have that experience? The answer is straight, yes, you sure can, yeah. because God says so. And along with that, he has given us clear steps. You know, God never tells us to do something or to seek an experience or have one that you can't be confident you're experiencing. Mm. He doesn't give you something that's ambiguous. Yeah, That's what the devil does. He's always chase, getting you to chase something, but you never get to, to where you want to go. Mm. God isn't like that. So when he says, you must be born again, you see, in the Bible, it says every command is a promise. And so with that promise is the evidence of its fulfillment. Mm. Just stop and think about that. Every command is a promise. And within that promise is the evidence of its fulfillment. So if we take God's word, as it says, and if we follow the steps that he gives us, when you have done that, because God has spoken it into your life, we would be viewing him as a liar if we weren't convinced of it. Mm. That's huge. Yeah. If I don't believe God and what he's saying, when he says, you have followed the steps, therefore you are a new person, mm. I'd be calling God a liar. Mm. Got some thoughts to add to that, James? Yeah, I just think, I, I think absolutely like it's, it's like... You're in a court situation, right? Mm. And you don't... It's like the judge says, like, oh, you're free to go. And, like, you're beating yourself up, like, the whole time. It's like, well, the judge has just said you're free to go. But then you've got the option of saying, I'm free. Like, I'm free. The price has been paid. I'm I'm free, right? I can go free. But if you don't believe the judge, you're there. You're stuck in this mental prison. Mm. You, you can be as free as you want. Everyone can look at you and say they're, they're free. But then, then people see you on the street and they'll see, hey, that's the guy who's free, but he's really trapped. He's trapped because he doesn't believe that he's free. And you know what I mean? Like when you've got that yeah. guilt, you know, oh, I'm not free, I'm not forgiven. And, and I myself have been, you know, this is, a really, uh, this is a really big question for me too because I myself have at times, you know, I've, I've put myself in that thing with, with, you know, the devil wants to make us doubt. Mm. And when we doubt, we put ourselves in that prison because we're then not free. You know, God says you're free. All we've got to do is believe his words because his words are power, his words are life. You know, in the book of 1 John, the Bible actually says that God is greater than our hearts. If our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. So if Satan puts those doubts in the mind, if we have those conflicting concerns, we go back to the Bible. What are the steps Jesus gives? He says, take repentance, faith, and baptism in mm. your steps to follow Jesus. Mm. Repent and confess of your mm. sins. Mm. Allow God's word to show you your true condition. Fall at the feet of Jesus and accept his gift of being crucified on the cross, of dying for our sins in place, in our place. When mm. we accept that gift, when we allow him into our hearts, 
and we allow him to show us the sins that need to be repented of. Some people we'll need to speak to because we've hurt them. Mm. Other sins are private. We only talk to God. Mm. There's one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. So we don't have to tell others private sins. We tell God. But when we've confessed and repented of those sins, mm. he wants us to believe in his promises. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Welcome back to The Breakfast Show on 87.6, 87.8, 88FM. Mate, it's been great this morning. I've had some awesome fun with you, Robert. Um, I know we've had some bloopers. If you're probably listening, you're probably thinking, who are these crazy guys? But, uh, mate. Uh, Appreciate your grace, guys. Mate, uh, I've had some fun. It's been really good. Hey, we've got a free giveaway today. The giveaway is a book called Last Day Events. Now, you might be wondering, oh, my goodness, another strain of COVID. Oh, all these things are happening in the world. You know, China looks like the world economy is not going to be great. This book will show you you know, what is going to transpire before Christ comes again and how we can act and how we are to be as Christians. So for that book, all you got to do is 0491-064-669. Call or text the show. That's called Last Day Events. It's a great book. Totally recommend it. Great choice, mate. Great choice. I've, I've, I've read, you know, that this book helps me a lot in studying Last Day Prophecy. And mm. Really beautiful. Look, I've, I've really enjoyed my time too. I, I just appreciate the Bible study we've been able to have, getting advice from God, Yeah, you know, making his word the place we go to in all difficult situations and even when life's going well. Mm. Well, hey, I want to do a shameless plug just for Table and Explorers again. Saturday, Arvo, 5.30 p.m. Um, on Faith FM. Uh, that's the other show I run <laughs> with Luke Reeves. Um, that's a great Bible study as well. So jump on that. You want to wrap up for us, Robert? You're getting this twice, guys. Talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. For being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1 800 Faith FM.